Hello everybody and welcome to Empower with M. I am your host, Emily Jane Saroff, but you can call me M. I hope you're ready to expand your mindset, raise your vibrations, break through limiting beliefs, and to seriously start owning your power. But before we dive into today's episode, if you haven't already, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss out on any of my episodes. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I sure am ready. So let's get empowered. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another guest episode on the Empower with M podcast. Now, it is Monday, so it is meant to be a solo episode, but I have a very special guest sitting right next to me today who has uh, come and visited me for the entire weekend. So we thought we would do a guest episode together. So that's why you're listening to this one today. Now, this guest is someone who's been on the podcast like two, maybe three times in the past now. Uh, because it's one of my very good friends who has been alongside me across this entire business and self-growth journey that I've been on. And so you guys, a lot of you are probably already following her, but if you're not already following her, she is the host of the Inflow podcast and her name is Jelaine Morland. So welcome, Jill. Hi. <laughs> How are you going? Good, good. Thank you so much for having me back on. I just want to say as well, I've been watching your journey and I am so proud of you because guys, like Emily and I, I remember when she first started her business, we were at a cafe, we were talking about it and all of her big plans that she had and it is so incredible to see it all come to life, literally within months, which is mm. just insane. So yeah, I just wanted to say that because I love you and I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for having me back on. Yeah, so for all of you guys, me and Jill, we were like uh, business besties. You know, we would go to cafes together and like work on our businesses in cafes. We would just like sit on my bed at home when I was still living with my dad and like my office was in my bedroom. We'd both just be like stacked on the bed doing our work. Uh, Yeah, we've been like supporting each other through our businesses literally before... I even dove into the coaching space because we both started in network marketing together and that's where we actually first met and that's where our journeys really kicked off. And um, it's pretty cool that now that, you know, even though we're not in the network marketing space anymore, we've like been able to maintain our friendship and like still support each other. And even though Jelaine, last time I saw Jelaine before now was a year ago. Yeah, like over a year ago. Yes, hectic. Because if you follow Jelaine, you would know she did go and travel Australia for a bit in her van, which she built with her boyfriend, which was super awesome. So if you haven't seen it, make sure you do go follow her on Instagram and TikTok and all that. And you scroll back and see all of the van pictures and reels and videos and all of it because it's super awesome. But yeah, that's when we last saw each other. And then give us a live update. What happened? Why did you move away from the Gold Coast? So... As Emily said before, my boyfriend and I, we weren't traveling in a van. So yeah, last time we saw each other, I was on the Gold Coast and I was living here. And then, yeah, my boyfriend and I decided we were going to travel Australia. So we bought a van. It was all very aligned. We built it um, literally within seven weeks, like, which is just mm-hmm. crazy because, yeah, we're not, neither of us are builders or carpenters or anything like that. So we built the van. From scratch and then we just took off and we traveled around the country and yeah we did most of the country some of it we didn't get to get to do because of COVID but basically that was what we did in 2021 we spent 
about six months on the road, which was an experience in itself. It was like, yeah, intense, but I feel like you have to be a certain type of person mm. to really like, I mean, for that long period of time to really like, yeah, to stick to it. Cause mm. yeah, it got really hard at the end there for me, <laughs> but anyways, so that was last year. And after that we got back and we decided we were going to move back to Sydney because we did give up our rental and we were like, uh, let's just stay at, you know, with our families. We've been away for so long anyways. Yada yada. So now we're in Sydney at the moment. And yeah, I guess a life update is that I decided I would go back to uni because along the journey um, in the van, I did a lot of self-reflection about where I wanted my life to go and where I currently was and if I was happy, if I if that was the life path that I wanted to be on and where I wanted to end up. And a lot of things were revealed to me on that trip, which was amazing. Um, and I decided I was going to study digital marketing which is something that I'm really passionate about and so I've decided I would go back to uni and do that so that's what I'm currently doing Mm. um and honestly I'm just really just yeah living life at the moment I feel like for so long I didn't have like a plan for my life and so I was constantly trying different things trying to figure out what I was going to end up doing and now that I know I can sort of relax and just enjoy the journey Mm. and like build it so, yeah, I've been really putting my focus on myself and just, yeah, really being present because, yeah, if you know me and if you know Emily, we're very goal-orientated and future-focused, so it's really nice to, yeah, let go of the reins a little bit, but yeah. Mm. And so let's, like, there's a couple things we'll go through from okay. what you just shared. Yeah. The first one is going back to at the start when you said um, the van trip was very transformative for you. So why and how was it transformative for you? So I found it really transformative um, because a lot of the time we didn't actually have access to uh, like signal or Wi-Fi. So in between towns, we would drive like hours and hours um, and we would have no access to signal. And sometimes we would camp, um, well, yeah, camp, Mm. (laughs) we just call it camping, even though we're in the van. We would, yeah, camp out of a town because there may not be somewhere to stay in the town um, and because of that we would, again not have any signal so we would literally not have much to do besides um, talk to each other or mm-hmm. um, I for myself I'm really connected to you know spirituality so I did a lot of journaling meditating and as I was journaling I just realized you know like yeah I just kind of thought about the future and what I wanted because that's generally what I like to do and I decided to journal on my page and just let like the thoughts come out and yeah, I realized that um, there's just a lot of things in my life that weren't aligned and I wasn't feeling very happy about certain, mm-hmm. yeah, life choices, decisions I made. And a lot of the, a lot of it was to do with me not really being authentic, authentically me. Um, and But that was also because I wasn't really confident in myself. So mm-hmm. I did a lot of inner work during this trip, um, a lot of it to do with, yeah, journaling out, my thoughts, if you've listened to my podcast, I go into this like in a lot more depth and how I got to the decisions I made. I even read through my journal if you're interested. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, a lot of the questions I asked myself in my journal were really deep, um, confronting questions to really get to the core of why I was feeling like that and what I truly wanted for my life without external influences from social media because obviously I didn't have that um, a lot of the time. And yeah. Just me and my thoughts. So, yeah, mm. that's why it was transformative. What were some of the most challenging journal questions you asked yourself? 
Um, well, so I would like kind of start off, I guess, sort of surface level and, you know, be like, why, like, how do you, what do you, what do you feel at the moment? And then why do you feel like that? And what do you want to do? Why do you want that? And just why, why, why? Let's see whys. Mm. Um, and yeah, like a lot of the time I didn't like the answers and that's what made it really hard. But that was the point of it to really like, um, I like to say, like hack at yourself a little bit to get mm. to the the core, the essence of you because, yeah, you sort of protect yourself with, um, I feel like you use limiting beliefs to try and protect yourself sometimes from getting hurt um, and that can really affect you in the long run in terms of like what you end up doing with your life because for me, I know that, yeah, to really find my true path and my purpose, my passions, I had to confront myself with those questions um, of like, you know, what, I can't even remember some of the questions, but mm. most of them were just like, why, why do you want this? And why do you feel like this? Mm. Um, like, why don't you feel worthy? You know, and answering those questions. Mm. And I like that you mentioned as well that um, you've recognized you weren't being your most authentic self. Because I think that's something that so many different people struggle with. And, like, I even struggle with at different points of my journey. I know the biggest part of my journey where I struggled with being my authentic self was during the network marketing phase. Because, you know, wanting to, like, fit in with the with the crowd um, that, you know, you're hanging out with and all of that stuff. Um, so I'm curious to know, in what ways did you recognize you weren't being authentic to you? Um, it was more feeling. So I'm really, mm. in, like, I'm really connected to my intuition. And that just comes from practice, like practicing using intuition and also mm-hmm. just like practicing being, what's the word, like, like listening to the decisions that you make and feeling it and like, yeah, mm-hmm. tapping into that. So it was more a feeling thing of like, it wasn't feeling right. So what I was doing when I left on the van trip was I had started um, a mindset and business and wellness, like coaching business and I was doing one-on-one coaching and I even had a course a six-week course and the thing as well to to remember is like or for myself to remember is I'm really I'm a really hard worker no matter what I do and so I think I was just blinded by the fact I was working so hard um for something but at the end of the day I actually wasn't happy doing that I didn't Mm. see myself doing it long term um and it was just because I guess it, I didn't enjoy it. It wasn't a. It was something that I guess the people I coached said that I was really good at, and I thought I was quite good at it too. But it wasn't something I enjoyed. Mm. And on this trip, I did a lot of reflecting, and I also read um, a couple of books that were life changing for me. One of those was Jay Shetty's uh, Think Like a Monk. That was the first book I picked up on the trip, and that was what really made me mm. question what I was doing because. He was talking all about purpose and how to find your purpose and what actually that is. And there's like a formula of Mm -hmm. like um, your purpose is what you enjoy, what you're really good at and uh, something that helps others. Mm. So I was like, okay, I, this is stuff I journaled and I was like, okay, with the coaching, yeah, I'm really good at it. It helps others, but I don't enjoy it. Mm. Um, And then I was, I'm also a content creator on Instagram and TikTok and so I wrote like that as well and I was like okay I'm really good at it I enjoy it but 
I don't see how it helps others. Mm. So I had to like, yeah, find find my purpose. Like, what is that? <laughs> mm, what would you say your purpose is now? Have you found that? Um, I thought I did, but it's still, you know, I'm still fine. I'm still like working through it. Mm. I guess um, I, I have found a way to help others through content creation because it's something that I definitely am passionate about. Mm. Although I don't know if it is a purpose. Um, you know, I think I'm just sort of going with life at the moment and doing what I love and get. Yeah. Mm. But see, like, well, you don't need to overthink that element of helping other people as well. Like, it could be as simple as you're sharing positivity through the mm. content that you create. Or I know something that you do do is obviously um, in the fashion space, like being more focused on upcycling and not just, you know, using a fashion item once and then throwing it away forever, but, you know, you getting your staples and being able to mix and match. Like that in a sense is um, helping other people because it is showing other people that, hey, you don't need to go spend all of this money in order to feel good in the clothes you wear. And it's also contributing to like, you know, promotion of helping the environment as well right so there's so many um different ways that you could look at content creation as serving other people as well um because i think so many people make the mistake and think oh your purpose has to be something like huge and like humongous and like you know impacting changing the world essentially in a ginormous way but it's not it doesn't have to be um something of that scale so i mean you could definitely find a purpose within content creation still yeah i also think it came from like mm. um limiting beliefs around what i thought other people thought of it like mm. i know my mom it's she like obviously thinks it's great but she doesn't see it as like a like a career path sort of thing right um so yeah i i would let those thoughts get in my head like oh it's not a real job or it's not mm. like gonna be sustainable in the long run but it's what i want to do so mm -hmm. i had to like balance that i guess yeah definitely so I love this conversation and I feel like so many people will be able to like resonate with that. And I think that was really helpful, those tips that you shared from uh, Think Like a Monk about finding something you're good at, finding something that you like and finding something that can help people, you know, to help guide you towards your purpose. Um, but you did mention earlier on as well that you didn't really have a plan before and you were feeling frustrated because you didn't know what you wanted to do specifically or how you were going to step into it. So how did you go about finding that clarity around this plan that you're now on path with? Um, I honestly don't know. It is more, I think it did come from the inner work and just like shedding the opinions of others or what I assume other people think of me and really mm. getting down to me and actually falling in love with like the things about me that make me me. Um, and that made me more confident to be myself and to, to like pursue things that I like without, um, other people's, I guess not opinions, but like influence mm -hmm. on me. Um, and I realized like the one thing out of everything that I've trialed and errored, like I've trialed and errored a lot of stuff, guys, <laughs> like so much I did the network marketing I did the mindset coaching I even did um like uh what do you call it? I did like a little bit of photography mm. I almost like started my own photography company <laughs> like mm -hmm. I nearly did that um and I was thinking like that's the thing that's my thing um and yeah just a bunch of stuff I've tried but the one thing that I never ever like give up I continue to do it no matter what is content creation mm. and so when I realized like oh that's the thing actually like 
wrote, I was writing my notes one day. Okay, this is how I came to it. I was writing my notes one day and I was like, okay, it's been three years since I've left uni and decided to go out on my own and figure out what my life path is. What have I actually done in three years? Like it's been a whole three years. What have I actually mm-hmm. accomplished? I feel like I've accomplished nothing because I haven't, like, I don't know the answer yet. Mm. So I wrote down in my notes everything that I had done and it literally ended up being a resume. Like it ended up being like a full on resume of all my experience and achievements um, and like working with certain people in the industry that I want to be in, which is like the marketing and digital marketing space. Um, yeah, working with photographers, uh, makeup artists, all of that. I even did my own photography, like doing branding shoots for people. Um, and yeah, even like the network marketing, I did a lot mm-hmm. of coaching and learned how to like coach a team and, you know, do one-on-one coaching, all that stuff. So it ended up being a resume and I was like, whoa, this is what I've done. I've created like this, this is, oh, there's obviously everything's connecting. Like it's all connecting. Mm-hmm. So that's when I was like, okay, I really want to be in the social media space. I really want to be in the marketing, digital marketing space. So that's when I actually, like, uh, I sent out, I created the resume, like, proper, and I sent it out to a bunch of um, businesses as um, looking for a social media coordinating role because mm-hmm. that's essentially what I have been doing, coordinating, and I actually ended up getting a job really, really quickly. <laughs> mm. And I love the whole uh, trial and error that you did go through and that you were open to try new things um, because that's the thing. Like, if someone's sitting there and they're like, I don't know what I want to do with my life. I don't know what my purpose is. But they're also not putting themselves out there to try anything. You're not going to be moving any closer to finding what your purpose is. And um, just like gel, like, I went through so much experimentation and trial and error as well. Literally from the age of 12, that was when I started my very first business, which was um, a horse poo business. So I would go into the paddock and literally scoop all the horse shit and put it in <laughs> bags and then just sell them for $2 a bag at the front. And then from there, I moved up and created a t-shirt brand uh, with one of my uni friends and we put our artwork on the t-shirts. And then from there, I joined network marketing. And then from there, it was stepping into the coaching space. And it's like every single thing sort of like helps you navigate and move closer and closer and closer towards finding that thing that you are going to stick with and that is really aligned with you. And I mean, for me, in the network marketing space, that was the first time I was like properly in depth with like the social media marketing side of things. Um, and for me, like gel, the content creation, I loved that aspect. I loved like spreading a positive message, but promoting someone else's product wasn't what aligned with me. You know, I didn't see myself um, promoting another company's brand. Like I want to promote my own brand. And so that's where I then pivoted into like running my own business. Um, but something with all of that, right, because I know this was a big thing as well when you were going through your journey is, uh, the, the idea around like nine to five life is like, you can't like, you know, that's, that's, that's the worst place you could be. And so I know when we were like, you know, going through network marketing and then transitioning into coaching, it was all about can't be in the nine to five, can't be in the nine to five. But now your career path has transitioned to take you back into the nine to five. And I'd love to know like just your whole mindset around that and the shifts that happened and like where you're finding happiness in this space right now. Yeah. So just like what you said, we were sort of like um, taught, I guess, that we should be running a business and that's like the pinnacle of success and um, the nine to five is 
bad. Like, why would you want to be in a nine-to-five when you can have, you know, you can work for yourself? So I sort of was pushed into that a little bit. Not really pushed, just, like, I guess my opinion was influenced by that. And, yeah, I was that person, too, being like, get out of your nine-to-five. Like, why would you want a nine-to-five? But I realised, like, a strength of mine is, like, if I'm really being true to myself, and this is what I gathered from Jay Shetty as well in his book, like, um, you know, thinking about your strengths and what you're really good at. Like, a strength of mine is actually, like, working for someone. Like, I'm really good at following direction. Mm. I'm really good at, you know, like, helping others in that way instead of leading, instead of, like, taking the leadership role because I did do that for a while with Arb and I pushed myself out of my comfort zone but ideally, like, I'm actually, I really enjoy, like, yeah, working for other people. Mm-hmm. And I just had to admit that to myself. But I actually came across someone's Instagram account and her um, her handle is called The Happy Employee. And her page is all about, um, yeah, the whole stigma around the 9 to 5 and how you can actually be happy in a 9 to 5 or in, as an employee. And she just sort of wanted to create a space for those who didn't actually want to start a business, but also wanted to be celebrated and felt uh, heard and stuff. And I thought that was really interesting Mm. because I'd never seen anyone promote the nine to five before. So I was like, whoa, actually, wow, my feelings are valid. And actually that, you know, there is another way you don't have to run a business Mm -hmm. if that's not what you want. And Maybe I want that in the future, but I didn't want it now because I, yeah, I felt like I hadn't, like, really found my thing yet anyways, like, mm. what I wanted to start a business in anyways. So, yeah, that's how I ended up um, just, like, I guess going with my gut feeling. And I honestly believe everything happens for a reason. You find things for a reason and mm. people come into your life for a reason and guide you in certain ways. So I'm, yeah, really glad I came across her account because it really encouraged me to be true to myself and yeah just do what I want to do which Mm. is yeah kind of work for someone but yeah yeah I think that's super important because uh we do need to like shed that light on the fact that um the nine to five life isn't prison right if you love your job it's not you know yeah and then that's what it's about it's about doing what you're passionate about there's some people that are passionate about having that nine to five job working for someone else and contributing to um you know that creation that's happening there whereas there's other people who are more driven and more excited to actually build something of their own and to go off on their own paths but it does come down to the individual and it's okay if you don't want one and you do want the other. You know, it's okay if you don't want to be an entrepreneur and you do want to have a nine-to-five job. And it's okay if you don't want to have a nine-to-five job and you do want to be an entrepreneur. Um, but I just think it's really great that you were able to get clear on the fact that, hey, actually, I do want to have a nine-to-five. Um, because it can be hard to sort of go back to that space when you've publicized to everyone that, hey, like, I'm doing this, I'm doing my own thing. And then to sort of change, there's all those, like, limiting beliefs that can come up, you know, surrounding Mm -hmm. that as well. So was there anything, any challenges for you in going and making that shift or was it pretty cruisy? Well, I was also going to say it's also important to know that it's okay to have nine to five while you're working on your business, you know, Mm -hmm. or on your passion project, whatever that is. Because I think some people want to quit their jobs prematurely to do the thing and because they feel like, they're not really doing it if they're working another job, but you know, you've got to pay the bills, you got to, you know, put food on, food on the table. So 
it's okay to hustle in that sense and work your job and also work on the thing that you want like to grow as well um mm. that's really one thing that because i pre i know i prematurely quit my job as well when i first started um network marketing so important to know but the challenges i didn't really i don't know once i like you know made that mental shift of like okay it's okay and other people are like also working a nine to five and loving it i it just felt aligned i didn't really mm. feel limiting beliefs around that anymore it just like all of that shed away and i felt um yeah confident with yeah myself i think the inner work is so powerful because you're just getting to know you really and mm. shedding the limiting beliefs around you know, your biggest goals in life i guess um yeah Mm, I love it. Well, I'm so proud of you <laughs> and everything that you've done and the shifts that you've made. And um, I want to talk about a little bit about like being in flow because obviously um, you are the host of the Inflow podcast. And uh, I think that this really does come into play with like the conversations we've been having as well. So first of all, can you tell us a little bit about like what it means to be in flow? So I truly, this like definition has changed for me quite a bit, but I now truly believe being and living in flow is just living in alignment and living um, intuitively. So listening to your gut feeling and trusting it, trusting mm. your, yeah, trusting yourself, trusting the universe when you make decisions. Um, it's really a feeling thing and we live in a feeling universe. So that's where I feel like that comes into play and things just sort of start going your way. And when they're not, you can recognize that and not mm. get frustrated, you know? Uh, so yeah, that's what I feel like living in flow means to me, but the podcast actually started as, and this is, yeah, a testament to my growth and change. Um, it started as a wellness and business podcast, which was what my business was all about wellness and business. And I was basically teaching small business owners how to balance, um, yeah, their health and also work and business and how to integrate the two. So that's what it started off as. And then once I went on the van trip and did the inner work and really figured out what I wanted, I had to change the podcast because mm. obviously I was no longer running a business anymore. And um, I made it all about like, yeah, finding your purpose and just in a holistic way. Um, and that's what it's all about, like holistically finding your purpose. Because I realized like it's not just, you know, you decide oh, I'm going to do this and this is my purpose. A lot of factors uh, play a role in you, I guess, finding your purpose. It's a lot to do with, you know, I found on this trip, like a lot of it was um, like hormones even can really affect the way that you think about yourself and think about your future because they can, I found for myself, like make you question things that maybe, you know, I don't know. <laughs> now I'm like rambling now. But yeah, that's what the podcast is now about. It's more about a holistic approach to yeah, just finding yourself because something I've found that really like lights me up is when someone finds their purpose and like mm. everything, it's almost like all the puzzles connect, like everything connects and clicks in mm. place and all of a sudden life is completely aligned and in flow for them because I've seen some people do that and find that and I'm like, go you, like this is, mm -hmm. I, I love this for you. Yeah, I love that. And so when it comes to you obviously practicing and maintaining flow in your life, are there any specific things that you, you, you know, try to do or are routine for you so then you can tap into that feeling? 
Uh, a lot of it is listening to my body and how I feel and mm. recognising that there are different seasons in life. And sometimes you're in a season of hustle where you're working really hard and you're in your masculine energy and you're you know, doing the do. And I think that that's okay when it's in a season where you need to do that. Uh, but other mm. seasons are, you know, it's time to rest. It's, you know, now it's time to really like um, focus on you and your health and you can feel that and recognise when you need to start doing that. Yeah. And I think it's just like, like clicking in and listening to what your body is saying, what your gut is saying, rather than working against it. You know, if you're feeling uh, like you want to rest but you have, like you need to work or whatever, then you're kind of like being counterproductive in that sense where you're not doing what is required in the moment. Mm. So, yeah, and sometimes like another thing I've done is I used to be very switched on with my personal development, super switched on to the point of like, I wouldn't miss a day and I would do it even when I didn't feel like it and it mm. wouldn't actually feel aligned. So like reading very forced. Ten pa- yeah, 10 pages a day. Yeah. Like I wasn't even like taking in the words. <laughs> yeah, just, reading just it to read checking the boxes of yeah. that to-do list. And I took a step back from like pretty much all personal development um, for a little period of time and it was like such a weight lifted mm. off my shoulders. I was like, wow, I can actually live my life. This feels really good to just wake up, not have to wake up at like 6am because you know early bird get the gets the worm just wake up when I you know feel like it not do a meditation today because I'm not feeling like it and not reading a personal development book maybe watching a Netflix show instead mm-hmm. or actually reading a different book that's just you know maybe fiction or like mm-hmm. you know something else and that felt really good because for a long time I was very switched on and that was me listening to my body and going okay you're not actually taking this seriously it's not serving you anymore let's try something else yeah that's something I've spoken about a lot on the podcast recently as well is like this idea around our routines and our to-do lists and them being like a major checklist you know and if you wake up in the morning and you're checking off these boxes of getting up at 5 a.m doing this doing that doing this because everyone else says that's how you're going to be successful or everyone else is doing it that that's not actually serving you in any way unless it actually feels good to you and feels aligned for you and feels in flow for you then um there's no point doing it you know you may as well not do it if you're just going to be checking the boxes so I love that and and that's something that I'm deeply connecting with myself you know in this second chapter of my business is um really just like leaning into what what I feel like doing across the day how does my business feel how do I want to feel do I want to be waking up at 6 a.m instead of 4 30 or 5 a.m maybe I'm gonna sleep in until 7 a.m or maybe I'm gonna take the dog for a walk in the middle of the day like just going with the flow more and um doing what I'm intuitively being called to do but on that note I guess the final thing that I do want to ask you and tap into in today's episode is learning about what your priorities are at the moment because I think our priorities are always changing depending on like you said the seasons that we're in so what is it that you're prioritizing for yourself for your wellness for your mindset like whatever what is it I actually love this question because I have a notes in my like I have a note in my note app of like what am I prioritizing right now because I have like three or four core things that I'm like just like rotating through Mm. at the moment that are just like the only important things to me and obviously well I guess for myself I cannot focus on too many things at once and Mm. generally it's like one or two things at a time Uh, otherwise I get super overwhelmed so I wrote down in my notes like okay what are my priorities at the moment 
like what am I actually spending the most time doing and the most energy and focus in mm-hmm. at the moment and it does change but at the moment it's uni because mm-hmm. I'm back in because we just had a break and I'm back in so it's uni and it is um yeah like health because that was something that I let go of I have I was in a season of hustle prior to the break I just had because I had intense exams so that and I can't like do both and I have to do one or the other so I chose to prioritize uni during that time but now it's like uni and health at the moment that's just like I'm switching between so that's what I'm prioritizing Mm, I love that and I think it's so important to um like prioritize yourself and your energy which it sounds very much like what you're doing at the moment um because again like when you are really getting connected to that element of alignment and that element of being in flow it does come back to you and yeah and one thing I'm currently trying to do is like really let go of the reins in terms of what I'm manifesting Mm-hmm. Um, because I can get very micromanagey about what I'm manifesting because, you know, you have a goal and you're like, I, need to, I just need to know what to do and I'll do it, you know? Like, the universe is telling me what to do and I'll do it. And then we can get the goal. Like, let, I'll just do it. Like, let's have a strategy. Whereas that's not how manifesting works. And actually, if you're doing that, you're blocking yourself because you don't yeah. trust both yourself and you don't trust the universe that it's going to manifest. So I've been really letting go and being very present and grateful for everything I have which has been so hard because this goal that I have, that I have, I'm like, mm-hmm. I really want it and I know it's going to, I believe it's going to happen, but I'm like, I just need to know what to do. So I realized what to do is to not do anything and just take a line action. <laughs> um, so I've been very present, focused on the now, focused on my relationship and um, enjoying the journey. And it's been mm. so refreshing. It's been really nice. What is that goal that you're manifesting at the I'm moment? I'm not going to say it. <laughs> you're not going to say it? Oh. No, because what I realize as well is when I talk about a goal manifesting that it's really important to me, I'm mm. actually, I feel like I'm watering it down by sharing it with so many people. Mm. And I want to keep it potent. I want to keep it between me and the universe. And that, I feel like that keeps it really potent. Um, yeah. I love that and I would respect that so I won't poke it but I do want to understand more. Why do you feel as though sharing that goal might be watering it down instead of strengthening it and and elevating it even more? I think it invites opinions and it invites judgment Mm -hmm. and that could be a limiting belief but I don't know it's just like you know your boundaries what you need to protect you and keep you aligned with that goal. You don't want those external opinions to stray you away from what you feel confident about and what you feel good about right yeah and I feel like this method really works for me Mm. so yeah I love it well we definitely there definitely are two types of people there's the people that (laughs) shout their goals out from the rooftop and the people that like to keep it to themselves but either way like there's no right or wrong way of going about it and um you know you know what works for you so I trust that these girls will come into fruition for you and then we'll be able to celebrate them one day soon uh, but Jill, before we do wrap up the podcast, I would love to hear from you. What is your final piece of empowering advice that you want to leave all of our listeners with today? Hmm. Wow. Didn't give me a chance to think about this answer. Empowering advice. Okay. I would say my empowering advice is to, as hard as it sometimes can be, really lean into the now and be really present um, in your life. I feel like with especially social media nowadays, it can be so difficult 
to be present and to in, to really appreciate what you have in your life because you're always looking at mm. what other people have and you want you want to be where they are and you want to have what they have mm. or you think that you should have that. Um, but I think what's really empowering to me is to really look at my own life and look at me and pick out all the things I love about it and and really treasure them because it makes you feel like you know, you're exactly where you're meant to be. Mm. And also, everyone's got a different life path and you should just find a way to celebrate your own life path and romanticise it. Mm. Romanticise the hell out of it because it's so much fun. It makes it so much better if you do Yes. That. I think that's a beautiful note to end on. I love having our little random it's like it's like almost season every season of my podcast we've practically had you on it's only last season you up because you were traveling uh but I love having our little podcast catch-ups and I'm loving having you back here on the Gold Coast with me for this weekend as well and like just uh I can see how much you've grown as well, you know, in this past year since I've seen you myself and uh, being able to like talk to you and just receive little nuggets of wisdom that you've come to from your own growth journey has been really awesome. And I think one that we didn't actually touch on in this episode episode that I do want to share is um, me and Jill were having a conversation about when she was traveling and uh, she was reading the book, The Slight Edge and came to the awareness that, you know, you don't have to, uh, be all or nothing. You can slowly begin to compound and take little action steps forward to move you closer and closer and closer to where you want to be, which was a really awesome reminder for myself as well, because I think the one space where I've been struggling to see the most progress is getting consistent with my health and my like being active again and training and working out. And so even just having that conversation with you yesterday, just re-reminded me that it's it's not about like, you know, going all in or not doing it at all. It's about taking those first steps, which I think is really powerful. And is there anything you wanted to touch on that before we do wrap off this episode? Yeah, I think something to remember as well, which is something I never thought of, but when I read it in the book, I was like, oh my God, you're right. Mm. In the slight edge is you have the power to start again anytime. You know, if you're not where you want to be today, doesn't mean that you have lost the battle it doesn't mean like that's the end for you you can actually Mm. start again at any point in time you can start again today you can start again tomorrow like just yeah you have the power to start again and that really helped me when I was at my lowest Mm. well guys if you are not already following Jelaine and you're not already listening to her podcast Jel where can they find you after this episode uh, you can find my podcast at InflowPod on Instagram. And my my own personal Instagram is at Jelaine Moreland, which I think will be linked in the We'll show. be putting it in the episode description so you don't need to worry about the spelling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But definitely, guys, give her a follow. She's so awesome. If you're already following her, then screenshot this episode, share it, and tag both me at EmpowerWithM and Jelaine also, whose Instagram handle is at Jelaine Mollard, or it's in the episode description if you don't know how to spell it. But again, Jel, thank you so much for coming on. I absolutely love you to bits, and I'm so um, grateful that I get to do life alongside you because you definitely balance me out in all the ways that I need to whenever we do a line and we do uh, get to have our beautiful catch-ups, and I'm just so grateful that our paths did cross almost three years ago now. Me Almost too, three years too. ago. That's hectic. I love that for us. 
love that for us. Well, thanks guys for listening to this podcast episode. As I said, if you enjoyed this episode, screenshot it, share it to your Instagram stories and tag us or send us a message and let us know what your biggest takeaway from was from today was. Uh, but that's all from us. So we will see you later. Bye. So that's a wrap on today's episode. If you enjoyed this podcast or know somebody who needs to hear this, then send this to them and share it to your stories, tagging me at empower.with.m.podcast. If you want more from the podcast, make sure you jump on over to the Empower community on Facebook. I have popped the link in the show notes of this episode, so I can't wait for you to join me there. But that's all for me for now, fam. It's time I love you and leave you. So until we hang again, remember you can break through any limiting mindset, any limiting belief, and you can rise above any challenge and step up and truly be empowered.